<clears throat> we are learning Daf Tetzvah. We're starting from the bottom of Yudal and Mabez. And we're starting towards the bottom with the Gemara says, Itmar Hafun al And then the discussion here is remember, we learned yesterday that boards that are wider than four Tvachim may not be good for Schach. So it's possible, according to one interpretation, everybody agrees that it's when more than four Tvachim, it's no good. According to one opinion, it might be Machlokas Hatanoim. Only Ramir says it's no good. But regardless, the issue in front of us is the Xera that somebody might just come to use the their house for the sukkah because it used to be that they would use these wide boards for the sukkah that were more that for their house that was just the general uh, roofing over their house and we're concerned that if a person uses uh, materials that resemble the roof in their house then they might just come to use their house which again is no good because the person has to make a new temporary structure. Uh, for Sukkot and not just use the regular house, even if it might happen to have the right materials. So the Gemara now is a discussion. What happens if you turn their boards on their side? So meaning I have the, the exact same material and it's it's the board which is no good to lay flat because it's going to resemble what's, what's in the house. But here what you do is you turn it on their side. So you cover the Sukkot with them on their side and on their side, they're not fourth fucking wide. So is that okay? Meaning what it seems like the Gemara is struggling with, a very lumdish point is that, is it, is it like inherently puzzle schach where at this point, no matter what, what I do with it, I can't use it. Or is the only issue to use a board lying flat where it's more than four fucking wide. But if I turn the board on its side, so now when it's on its side, it's not more than four fucking wide, then maybe that's not an issue. So the Gemara here says that it's a dispute. Rav Huna, Rav Huna says, no good. Rav Chitz, Rav Huna, Amin Sheh, it is good. So the Gemara says the story. Yikor Rav Nachman, Surah Rav Nachman, once went to Surah. Oh, look, Rav Chitz, Rav Huna, Rav Chitz, Rav Huna went to see him. Amulay, they asked Rav Nachman. Halkon, they asked him this Shiloh. What about instead of using the boards flat, you turn them on their sides. What's the halacha? Amulay, Rav Nachman said, Psula is no good. What the reason not to? Because is no different than a spit of metal. Just like a spit of metal, a, a spit of metal is inherently puzzled. It's it's not No matter what I do for it, it's not going to become good. The reason is metal is not considered something which grows out of the ground, and it's uh, their kalim, which are makal So it's definitely it's be'etzim no good. So no matter what I do with it, it's no good. So too here that the boards. They're be'etzim pasul schach. Since they are wider than four tzvachim, they're be'etzim pasul. No matter what I do with them, if I put them in the sukkah schach, even if I turn them on their side, it's not going to be okay. So Amalei Rav Huna, Rav Huna said to them, Lo amr luchu amr kavasi. Didn't I tell you that he was going to say like me? So meaning, it seems like Rav Huna had told him before that Rav Nachman was going to agree with him. So Rav Huna is like trying to say, he's like, look, I told you so. So Amalei, they said to Rav Huna, did you tell us a reason we didn't accept it? Meaning, he gave us a good reason. He explained that it's inherently puzzle schach. You hadn't given us a reason. Perhaps if you would have given us a reason and we would have understood it, it would have been okay. Did you ask me for a reason I didn't give it? So they seem to be just like uh, bantering bantering with each other. But at least what comes out is the svar, why it's no good, is that it's it's viewed as if it's inherently puzzle schach. So no matter what I do with it, it's going to be a problem, even though it's not lying in the sukkah wider than four tzvachim. Says the Gemara Lema Mizayele. Should we say that this Brisa supports him? It says in the Brisa Inu Machzagos Kederusha Ruvashochano a sukkah that doesn't hold the amount of a person's head, most of their body, and the table. It's not seven by seven. Ocean of a person could teach Dakar Rosh. Or if the sukkah has a breach in the wall and the breach is so big that a young goat is able to go right through. So in other words, this walls have to be able to stop the young goat from, from coming in. But if, let's say, the walls don't go all the way to the ground, so the, the, the young goat is able to just go right through, walk under, then that's a problem. And you have a four tefach wide 
uh, board that's being used. Okay, so now this is for us. And the Brisa says it's no good. Even if I'm only putting three Tvachim of the board inside of the Sukkah, still the law is Psula. The Sukkah is no good. So we're saying if I have a four, what is the Brisa saying? If I have a four Tvach wide board, even if I'm only putting three Tvachim inside of the Sukkah, it's no good. So the Gemara says, hey, what's the case? How do I have a four Tvach wide board, but I'm only using three Tvachim in the Sukkah? How does that work? Must be live kagon and In the case, must be you turn the board on their side. So the side is only three tefachim wide. So it's mamish exactly what we were saying that if I have an inherently possible board because it's four tefach wide, even when I'm going to turn it on the side and it's only going to be three tefachim in the sukkah, it's still a problem. So it's a proof to what we said. So the one says, "Lo, that's not the case." Afkamas, can you hear what are we dealing with? You put the board over the entrance in the sukkah. The sukkah only had three walls, and the fourth side was open. And you put it right on the entrance. There was three tefachim of the width was inside the sukkah, and one tefach was sticking out, out of the sukkah. That's considered like a case of psal, of schach, that's sticking out of the sukkah. And Allah is that whenever you have psal, or the extra schach that sticks out, it's treated like the sukkah itself. So we're saying that basically the case was that I'm putting the board flat. Maybe in a Hanami, if I put the board on its side, it's never an issue. Not like what we said, perhaps. But the case is you are putting the board flat. I, if it's flat and it's four tefachim, so why is only three tefachim in the sukkah? The answer is it's jutting out of the sukkah one extra tefach. And since it can stick out of the sukkah, uh, it's sticking out of the sukkah one extra tefach. So now, because of the principle that the extra schach, which sticks out, is viewed as being as a part of the sukkah, meaning, let's say, everything was good, let's say. It was good schach, then the part that stuck out, even beyond the walls, would be good. It would be kosher. You could be sit under there and be yotze, even though it's not together with the walls. So what we see here is that psal yotzim in the sukkah and nidon sukkah, and therefore in our case where I have the the four, the, the the board which is four tefachim, even if only three tefachim are in the interior of the sukkah and it's only one tefach sticking out, it's still going to be an issue because that extra tefach sticking out is viewed as being a part of the sukkah, and therefore it's like I have a four tefach board in the sukkah and everything is no good. But what would be the case if I turned the four tefach board on its side and now it's only three tefachim that are being used as chaf? Maybe in Akonami it wouldn't be an issue, so we don't necessarily have a proof. But Lamaisa, even though the Gemara doesn't have a proof, it looked like the Gemara favored the Tzad that it is an issue because it's viewed as inherently possible. Ah. Says the Gemara here, top Mishnah Tesva, Maziva. You have a roof and uh, it's just a bunch of boards, like we were talking about, boards which we don't use, but there's no plaster on it, meaning it's still. Plaster wouldn't be good for schach, it wouldn't be the right material, but there's just the the, 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 the wooden boards in there. So Rabbi Yudah, Omar Yudah says that there's a machlokas between Misham and Yisil, what to do if you want to use it for sukkah. So, because remember, you have to, it, it, this is exactly the issue we were talking about. You can't just use it as is for the sukkah. You're going to have to make for the sukkah because as is, it's just part of the bias. Uh, which wasn't made to be a sukkah. So you're going to have to go ahead and do something to this roof to change it into being a sukkah. So Bishamay, Omar Bishamay says, you loosen up the boards, you take out one board between each of the, between every two boards. So meaning you're doing two things, it sounds like according to Bishamay. Number one is that you're loosening the boards. By doing that, you're, you're, you're removing the issue of Tassel and also. You're making sure that you're, it's like a new construction of the roof. You're loosening them, you're shaking out you're, you're shaking out the board. So by doing that, that's like a new ICS as if you're putting down the boards that this now should be a sukkah. That's number one. But number two is that that's not enough. You all, it seems like you also have to take out every one board between every two boards. And what's the point of doing that? Is that you're going to fill the space that now is there with kosher schach. So it seems like Beishamah is saying it's not enough to just shake those boards. Because even if you shake the boards and now it's not a house, but you're making a sukkah, but you're using puzzle type of schach because you can't use boards that are so wide. So what are you gonna do? You don't necessarily have to take it all out, but you take out one from every two. And now you make sure that you put kosher schach in between them. And now everything would be good. 
How does that solve the problem if I still have some puzzle, puzzle boards? Remember the shear for Tzachak puzzle and so because Dalit so these boards should still create an issue. So Rashi explains over here that what's going on um, is that you have to make sure that all the boards are within four amas of the wall so that you could use Dofen Akuma. And then in the middle, you have two gaps meeting each other so that you have enough shear of Tzachak there and it's at least seven Tzachak wide. And then the two sides where the boards are in the middle, it's not a problem because it will be considered um, and to be as part of the wall. So basically, according to Beit Shammai, there's two issues here in using the roof of this house for schach. Number one, you didn't put in for circus. Number two, it's boards. So you have to clarify, you have to shake it to make sure it's not tasav lomina asoy. And then to, for the second issue, about the fact that I'm using boards as opposed to regular schach, so I have to make sure that I'm filling in um, good kosher schach in the middle, and then the, the boards will be on the side, will just become part of the wall. That's Beishamai's view. Beishil Omrim, no, just do one or the other. Mefafek, oh no, that's one time. Either you loosen them and then it's fine. You could use the boards the way they are. Or you could do the other solution of taking out every board between every two boards and um, and then just put filling in with Kasher Schach. So Beishil is saying you don't have to do both. Either solution works. But it sounds like it sounds like Beishamai is saying that you need to do both. And obviously that's hard to understand. We understand why the first one might not be enough. It's not enough to loosen the boards because if I'm still using the, uh, the, 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 the boards, and, it might, and it's not Tafelman also, but it's still an issue if the, if the boards can't be used for the sukkah, their puzzle schach, it's not going to help that they were loose. But this, why can't the second, the second solution work for both issues? Why can't I just take out every other board and put in kosher schach? That would definitely seem to work. Then the Mishnah says another opinion. Rabbi, that, so that was all Rabbi Huda's opinion on the Machlokas Bishan Yisrael. Rabbi Meir Omer, that no uh, Tachas you just take out one board between each of the two boards and you don't loosen them. Meaning it doesn't help to loosen them. It's to, even if you take away the Tachas issue, but you still have the issue that the boards are possible so it's not going to help to loosen them. So according to Rabbi Meir, the only thing you can do is take out every one board between these two boards and fill it in, fill in the gaps with Kasher Schach. So now the Gemara tries to understand here what's going on. Bishlam and Basil, Basil, we understand. Basil was saying that you could loosen the boards or replace every other one. The answer is the way that it is right now is that we have an issue of Tasman also. This was made, it was a roof of the house. It wasn't made to be a sukkah. So you have to reconstruct the roof, Lashem Sukkas. So if you loosen them, you're doing some sort of action. It's as if you're putting down the schach again. That's great. You know, or if you do another thing, you take out one board between every two and you put in new kosher schach, that's obviously good because you're making a new roof. So either way, you solve the issue. You have a new, it's as if there's a new installation of the roof, Lashem Sukkah, and it's not a problem that it was originally made for, um, made, made, made to be a house. And it seems like, and, and it seems like everything's fine with either one of those solutions. It doesn't seem like Basol is concerned in the first case where I just shake it that afterwards I have, um, I have boards that are being used as a schach. But according to Beishamah, what is the reason that they're saying you need to do both? It sounds like Beishamah is saying we require two things. We require you to shake it, and we require you to take out one every, between every two boards and put in kosher schach. What's going on? If the issue is thousand you just do one of the two. But you're clearly making a new, trying to make a new roof for Sukkot if I either shake it or I put down... Um, half new kosher schach. Imishung zayir sticker. And if the issue is shaking is not enough, because what? Because it's still going to be able to be used the boards which are which have the zayir of tikra that someone's going to get confused between this and the house. So you're not supposed to use those types of boards for for a sukkah. So very good. We understand why you can't just shake it, but the other solution should still work. But noto akasvim time sagi taking one board between every two boards should still work. Meaning even if you're going to say shaking is not good enough, and we can understand that, but the other possibility where you take out one board between each two and you fill it in with kasher schach, that should still work. So. 
why do we say why do we say that 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 we need both that we need to loosen the boards and in addition take out one between each two and fill it in with kashras chach? What's going on here? So the Gemara answers the Olam Mishum Zeres Tikra really Beishamai is concerned for for Zeres Tikra, and that's certainly why the first solution of just shaking them is not enough. I just do the second solution. Why can't you just uh, take out one one between every two boards and fill in with kashras chach? Why is Beishamai saying you also have to loosen? You're right. He didn't mean it that way. This is what Bishama is really saying. Even if you would loosen the board, that's not enough. You know, time in. If you're also going to remove one board from between every two and fill it in with kashras chach, that's going to be good. He loved. If you want low, it wouldn't be good. So like in Achanami, Bishama never meant to say you need to do both. Bishama was just saying it doesn't help to loosen it. You also need to take out one board between every two. Says the Gemara, that's what you're saying. If you're saying that Bishamai is saying, not that you need both, but you, you need one of the, you need specifically to do the option of taking out every between one and every two boards and putting in Kashrus Chach. You must say, what about the end of the mission? The end of the mission said, Remeir, Omer, Meir says, if you take out one board between every two and you don't have to loosen it. That's Rabbi Meir's view. So Rabbi Meir and Beishamai and Rabbi Meir and Beishamai are saying the same thing. That's what we're trying to say now. That Beishamai is saying, if Bishlam, if you would say that Beishamai requires both, then he would be different than Rabbi Meir. But now that we're saying Beishamai clearly doesn't require both, he's just saying it's not enough to loosen it. You have to take out one between every two boards. So then he's exactly Rabbi Meir. So the Gemara says, "You're right." Hachi Karmel is what Rabbi Meir is saying. Rabbi Meir is saying, "You, Rabbi," he's responding to Rabbi Yehuda. You, Rabbi Yehuda, said that there's a dispute between Misham and Silva. I say, there is no dispute. Meaning, Rabbi Yudah was claiming that there's a Beis Hillel's opinion that shaking is enough and he's not concerned with the fact that afterwards you're using boards for a sukkah. He's only concerned for a of and also he says, Rameir is not true. Even Beis Hillel would agree that you can't afterwards use the boards for the schach because there's Xeris Tikra and using boards for schach would be invalid material. So what's really coming out? Rabbi Yudah and Rameir is disagreeing about what Beis Hillel said. According to Rabbi Yehudah, Beisila, which is obviously the halacha, that's what we care about the most. Beisila holds that you that you can just shake it and it's fine to use the boards now. Whereas according to according to Rebbe Meir, you can't shaking is not enough. You can't just you can't just do that. It's only And what you're going to have to do is take out one of every two boards and put in kashras chach. So if so, my kamashalom, what is our mission telling us today? That it's, it seems to be that what's the dispute, meaning what is the argument between Rameir and Rebuda? Rameir is Xeris Tikra. Rameir has the Xeris Darbanon not to use boards that look like a roof, because you might just come to use a roof. Rebuda is Xeris Tikra. Rebuda is not concerned. So in other words, the issue today is exactly what we learned about in yesterday's mission. Then, Afligabachal doesn't even know they already argued about this. Technology we learned in yesterday's Mishnah. The Mishnah said, you cover yourself with boards of Rebuda. Rebuda says you could use boards for Schach. Rabbi Meir or Rameir says you can't. So why do I have to have the same Achlok as taught to us? And the, and two, two times. If it's really true that it's the same, the same issue here in our Mishnah as what yesterday's Mishnah, then it's just re- redundant. So the Gemara explains, you're right, the earlier mission was something else. The earlier mission was dealing with boards that were smoothed out, meaning really they weren't so wide. They were less than four talking wide, and there was no concern someone's going to get confused with the roof of a house. That's not what the concern was. The issue was something else. They were boards which were smooth. Mayor said you can't use a midrabanon because if someone's going to get confused between that and a cleat. Now, a cleat is no good for a schach. That doesn't include flat wooden boards. Even if they were smoothed out, that's still not a cleat. Uh, it's not a problem. But Chazal, where it goes there, that if somebody saw that you use nice smooth boards, they might come to use Kalim as well, which are susceptible to Tzomon, are not good schach. So that was the previous Mishnah. Now, and Rabbi Yudah was saying he didn't agree with that. And now there's another Mishnah, which is talking about a different issue. If it's not smooth, but it's wider than four Tzvachim, is there an issue to use it? Rabbi Meir is saying there's an issue. 
um, there's a you might come to, someone might come to use the roof, and we're saying there's no such issue. Says the Gemara, you're trying to say that according to Rameir, there's Xera that you can't use something which resembles something that's Makabal Toma, and that's why you can't even use a smooth wood wooden thing because if it's smooth, someone's going to someone's going to use a cleat. But what about how does that work with something else? We said Rafid Marab, according to Rafid Marab to Amar. Remember the case with the wooden arrow shafts, and we said there's two types of arrow shafts. If I use the wooden arrow shafts, if they're the male ones that are pointy, they don't have a base keyboard, they don't have a receptacle, therefore they're not makabal to makshir, it's good schach. But in Kavos, but if you use the female ones which have the receptacle and the arrow head fits into it, psula it's no good because it's makabal to makshir. What do we see? Rav is not making the zair not to use the male ones because someone might come to use the female ones. We shouldn't make xera not to use a smooth board just in case somebody's going to come to use a cleat. So we're saying basically, if we, if even by the two types of arashas, we were lenient and we weren't making a xera not to use the male ones, also someone's going to use the female ones. So, so to here, we don't like this xera that the Gemara is saying not to use a smooth, not to use a smooth board, also somebody using a plea. So the Gemara says, we can see that point. There really is no such xera. There's no problem with using smooth wood. You have to say that the ratio, the earlier Mishnah was talking about when, the, when there were four tzvachalach wide boards and the issue was that it resembled a roof. And the issue in yesterday's mission and today are really the same thing. Our mission as well is Xeris Tikra. And that was the point that we were struggling with. Why do we need to argue twice about the same thing? The answer is, see if to come there, this is what's going on. Our mission is that Rebuto is responding back to Ramir. The reason we argued yesterday is that you had Xeris Tikra not to use it because someone would be confused with the boards of the house. But, and that's why you said it was no good. Says review the high svar I'm going to tell you that I heard once when Bishama and Silla argued about that. So what you're saying is just is just Bishama's opinion, and I'm going with Bishama. And says back, You got it wrong. Even Bishama agrees to what I'm saying. There was never any such dispute between Bishama and Bishama. Okay, great. So what's coming out here? We're coming out the Mishnah is, is dealing with boards. They're wide. It's Machlokas Rebuda and... Um, Machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir, what base, uh, what base, what base This is all good. What we said yesterday in the opinion of Rav. Rav says that the machlokas is even if it's fourth fachim wide. Rabbi Meir is like zeresik. Rabbi Meir goes there not to use it. Rabbi Yehuda like zeresik. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't have such a problem. Even if it's fourth fachim wide, Rabbi Yehuda allows it. Elo Shmuel, the Amar Bishen Bar Machlokas Shmuel said yesterday that the whole machlokas is only if it's between three and four fachim wide. The boards are four tzvachim wide. Even review that agrees it's no good. Safe in my plea. And then what's our mission talking about? Review that agrees that the boards that are four tzvachim wide are no good. So in our mission, which is talking about wide boards, so 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 if it's talking about wide boards, then then why is it true here that he's saying review the saying according to Basil, you only have to loosen them, you should have to replace them. Because Shmuel was saying that even according to Rabbi Yehuda, if the boards are wider than four, then you cannot use them for Eschach. So in our Mishnah, presumably, you should have to replace the boards afterwards. It shouldn't be enough to loosen them. So the Gemara says, you know what, we could say over here, there's a different issue. We're arguing specifically about loosening the boards. is mavato them as a roof. Marsha Rabbalavach, Rabbi says, it's bottle through loosening. Marsha Rabbalavach, the Mayor says, not bottle. What is the Svar of the Gemara saying? The Gemara is saying like this. Ordinarily, if I have boards that are four tzvachim wide, you are correct. Everything you said is correct. Rabbi Yudah does not allow those boards. Really, Shmuel is right. But in our case, I had a real roof. And someone is going in and he's switching it up. L'shem sukkahs. He's loosening the boards in order to make it a sukkah. So because he was dealing with a house and he's changing it into a sukkah, that's actually more reason to be lenient. 
Because we see he's cognizant, he's aware of the issue that you cannot use a house for a sukkah. So the whole issue of why we said generally not to use boards that were for Tzvachim water was Xera. Was the whole point was a decree lest somebody come to use their house. And what we're saying here is that is that if somebody has a house and they're going ahead and they're and they're and they're acknowledging that it's a house and it's no good for a sukkah and they're trying to fix it, then actually it makes it better and you can be more makel. So yes, Rebuto may can see normally that boards for Tzvachim wide cannot be used as chach. But if I have a house and I'm shaking those boards to use for a sukkah, even then then in that case Rebuto would say it's okay, and that's what our Mishnah is saying. So it really comes out. That it's a machlokas Rav and Shmuel if our Mishnah is the same exact issue. According to Rav, it's the same exact issue as the previous Mishnah. According to Shmuel, it's a new issue. Even Rav Yudah agrees boards that are four wide, four tefachim wide can't be used as chaf. We have a new issue if somebody actually has a roof and he's going on and doing it. And Lashem Sukkahs that may be there, Rav Yudah says we could be more lenient. Okay, continues the Gemara. Makar sukkahs v'shudim arvuch samita. Somebody makes a sukkah, a, a roof over a sukkah. What does he use? Shpudin, spits, or the sides of a bed. So these aren't good. These are not materials that are that are good for schach. So spits made of metal. There's no good for. First of all, they're kalim, and second of all, metal doesn't grow from the ground. Um, and the sides of the bed. So we're talking about you know the four boards to get with the boards together with the um, with the legs. So it seems that even after the frame has been dismantled, the boards could still be makabel tuma. And the gemara is going to talk about that why the sides of the bed um, are still considered makabel tuma. But anyways, that's the, what we'll get into. But it's not good for schach. So how do you make this look good? If there was space between them as wide as the items themselves, so then you could fill in the gaps with kosher schach. So then share this look is good. It sounds like it's good even if it's only 50-50. Half is kosher schach, half is no good. It could be okay. In other words, this you 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 put the area between the spits and the valve schach over going across the whole sukkah, uh, it can be okay. And again, this can only be a case that the whole invalid schach, each section is less than four tvachim. Otherwise, it passes up the sukkah. Because that's the big rule with schach. It can't if there's one section, one strip that's more than four tvachim is a problem unless it's on the side with dofen akuma. And overall, you have to have most of your sukkah be um, be with kosher schach. Uh, and another thing the mission says, we've referenced this in a few times. So, quote because it's not sukkah, you know, ain't no sukkah. Somebody hollers at a haystack to make a sukkah, it's no good, because again, that's possible. And honestly, the haystack wasn't put down the shame cell. So, the mission implies that the schach was good, even if there's not more kosher schach than puzzle schach, right? It said that in the Mishnah, in the case that with it, if I have the spit or the sides of the bed, so if I if I fill in the space between them as much as the items themselves, it's good. So the Gemara says, is 50-50 in a sukkah really good? They should be rejected. said, said, if I have a so regarding, you know, like when you need a machitza, most of the side has to be uh, has to have a wall, like that's the concept, right? Is that is that even I, I could have small little gaps, but in a less than three tefachim, it's not it's not a problem. But overall, the amount of wall has to be more than the amount of breach. That's the general concept by mechitza. So what happens if if, it, if it's exactly fifty fifty? Is that suffice, or does it have to be fifty one forty nine? Do I need more wall? Than space, or is the only problem if I have more space than wall? So in the case where it's 50-50, where Papa Amar Mutter, you're allowed to carry inside because it's enough, since half of the partitions is solid, that's good enough. Or Pinush Yuhu no, you need a majority of the partitions to be solid. So our Mishnah, we're applying this now to Schach. Our Mishnah by Schach implies if it's 50-50, it's okay. So it sounds like that only works with our papa. So the Gemara says, so What does the Mishnah mean when it says that the space between the spits should be as wide as the spits? It means when it's a case where the spit could go in and out easily, meaning the gaps actually are big enough to make it really easy to put in uh, the spit. So basically the idea is, is that the gaps are wider than the spits themselves. It's a little bit more. It's not literal that it's 50-50. It's a little bit more. The gaps are, are wider space. 
And in uh, Achanami, the schach, which we'll fill in then, would be 51% more over the puzzle schach. It would be more kosher schach than puzzle schach. It doesn't mean 50-50. says the top of the Gemara, can't you be exact? Meaning, if the Mishnah said, if, there's, if, if the space is equal, so presumably the Mishnah meant literally the space is equal. If you can't be exact, then we can understand what you're saying. But your person could be exact. So if your person could be exact, so when the Mishnah said, that the, the, the size is equal, so we should assume it's equal. If we should assume the size is equal, so then you've evaluated that the, the proof should come back. The 50-50 schach kosher and schach puzzle is okay. Amar Avam, even not. If no, it's not true. The Mishnah was talking about that you enlarge the size of the gaps more. The Mishnah just say he, he doesn't agree. The Mishnah may say the language is the size is like them, but actually the Mishnah did not mean it literally. The size is identical. It meant that the gaps are actually a little bit bigger than the spits. If you could say that, it, you don't have to say the gas were bigger, but you could say like this. You're not putting them parallel, you're putting them perpendicular. If the spits were going lengthwise, and it was an error, then you put the kashrashach crossways, and it's going on top of the spit. And if the spit is going crossways, you put the kashrashach lengthways on top of the spit. So basically what we're saying, since it's perpendicular, so it's overlapping it. If it's overlapping it, it's only going to work, it, it's got to do it, or else the schach is going to fall to the ground, right? It's not parallel, it's going perpendicular. So it's got to rest on it, so we're saying if it's going perfectly up, it's resting on it, it was overlapped a little bit. So overall, I have more kosher schach than puzzle schach. So bottom line is, there's a machlokas. If half kosher schach, half puzzle schach is good. And again, this is always, there's no one strip of schach puzzle, which is for tzvachim. Whenever you have one strip itself, which is for tzvachim, you always have an issue. But assuming you don't have any strip, which is for tzvachim, and it's just that the overall amount of schach kosher and schach puzzle in the sukkah is 50-50, that's a dispute. And even though the pashas of the language of the Mishnah implied 50-50 was so good, we're interpreting it either it's not literal, there's a little bit more happening, or the case was you're putting a perpendicular, so this actually ends up with more kosher schach. Okay, then what else did the Mishnah say? The size of the bed. So it sounds like the side of the bed is not good for schach. Why? What's the issue? And it, the, the size of the bed could be wood, so it grows out of the ground. So what's the issue? It must be that the side of the bed is... Um, is, is susceptible to tumma still, so we have, and therefore it's no good. But we have to figure out why is that? Why is it? Um, why is it considered a cleat? What can a side of a bed do for you? As if I have the whole frame, it's a cleat. But if I just have the side of the bed, I don't have the whole bed. So why is that considered a cleat? So the Mar says, "Let me Let's say the Mishnah supports where Rami said, "Somebody covered his sukkah with worn out kalim, with worn out pieces of clothing. The sukkah is no good." Even though the way it is, they're worn out fabric. They're no longer kalim. It's not something people are going to wear. But Midr Abadam, we said, since it came from a kli, which was makabotuma, when it was a garment of makabotuma, you still can't use it as a schach. So our mission as well, when you have the sides of the bed, of the bed frame, it's not good for schach. Why? What's the pshat? Because it used to be part of the whole bed frame. It used to be, which was a kli. So even though now I only have the sides and the way that it is, it's not a kli anymore. But Midr Abadam, they said, you still can't use it because it once was part of a so it supports where Rav Ami said that a worn-out piece of clothing you can't use a schach, even though right now, currently, it's not Makabal Tumah since it was, you can't use it. So too with the sides of the bed, since even though now it's not Makabal Tumah since it was Makabal Tumah, you can't use it. So the Gemara says, no, because Amar Khan Ramit said we deflect the proof. He said regarding something else, when we say the side of the bed, we mean that the long, either the long side with two legs with it or the short side with two legs. So in other words, we don't just mean you have the side of the bed, which can't do anything by itself. We mean that you have two legs with it. So either long side with two legs or short side with two legs. So those are Caleb. And those, therefore, it's going to pass off for schach. We're going to say in a second why the side with two legs, what it could be used for. But according, but bottom line is, and we're going to trust the gemara. It's considered to be a kli, so therefore, it's 100% possible. So really, if something currently is not a kli, even though it came from a kli, maybe you could use it. 
We don't necessarily have a proof, but the case was over here that it has the two legs with it, so it could currently be used as a kli as well. What's the background for his teaching? He said on the following mission. The mission says, The frame of a bed is only if it's all together. You can only put it in the mikvah all together. According to Rebbe Lezer, a bed frame is only an issue of a kli when it's fully assembled. If it's not fully assembled, then it's not makabal to and you can't put it in the mikvah not fully assembled. No. Thomas Farm, even if it's just divided into sections, but Thomas Farm, you could, you could, it could become Tommy when it's in sections, and it could be put in the mikvah when it's in sections. Mind you, what does it mean it's in sections? That's what he explained. Either the long side with two legs, or the shoots, or the short side with two legs. Even though it's not the whole bed frame together, but even just one side with two legs, that is considered a section, which could be makabel toma. And what's the pshat? Why is it a kli? The answer is that's You could bring it close to the wall. Well, the of Allah and sit and sit on it. If you bring it close to the wall, you could sit on it, even though I only have one side. With the two legs, or with actually, you could weave ropes between them, uh, and between them on the wall, and lie down on those ropes. So either way, either you're going to sit on it, or put the ropes, or lie down on the ropes. But either way, you could you could put it, support it with the wall, and then even though you only have the side of the bed with two legs, you're still able to do something here. It still has a function, and since it still has a function, uh, it's still going to be mukabbat sumah. So the gemara is borrowing that and applying this over over here to our mishnah, just as the rabbanon said that sections of a bed. Our makabal toma, so even though it's not the full bed frame, but just one side with two legs, makabal toma, so too. In our Mishnah, we can say that the side of the bed was makabal toma means that it's talking about it has some legs, and since it has two legs with it, it still has a function, and therefore, right now, currently, it's makabal toma, and that's why it's possible for schach.